0: Welcome to the Upperman Football Podcast. I am Noah McKay with the Upper Cumberland Reporter, joined by Upperman Football Head Coach Adam Kane. Week one of the high school football season is here, and the bees are getting ready to take on the Cookville Cavaliers on Thursday night in the high school football game of the week. This podcast is brought to you in part by Gentry Power Equipment, located at 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. Special thanks to our friends at Gentry Power Equipment for sponsoring this podcast if you want to sponsor the podcast make sure you send a message to our facebook page and we'll get you pointed in the right direction coach week one is here the jamborees and seven on sevens and all that's in the books um we'll look at this matchup a couple of different ways but first just week one how are you feeling about how the boys have come to work here the last few days as you prepare to get ready for the calves
1: yesterday was really good um obviously Obviously, playing on Thursday means you, you know you got your, you know we do a defensive day normally on Tuesday, but we had to get it done Monday this week. So, um, but it was really good, you know, a, a, a physical work day for us, and um, you know the the starters and most of the backups were pretty locked in, and so you can kind of tell, you can kind of tell it's game week. You know, just to kind of recap our preseason, um, you know, I felt like we made some progress, but I will say this. If we don't play better than we did in, you know, the scrimmages and the jamborees, then we're not going to have much of a chance. So, hopefully we'll get, uh, you know, get get our minds right and, and get ready for a full quarter game.
0: You, you talked about that. I think back, the Smith County scrimmage, the Owls got after you and everybody saw it. Then you bounced back pretty nicely the next couple of scrimmages against White County and Green Hill and then went up to Monterey for a jamboree and that was kind of a stalemate back and forth quarter. What? How do you go about balancing those up and downs that you have in the preseason? Is that kind of sometimes just a nature of the beast being that this is really condensed football? It's not like
1: it's going to be on Thursday where you're in a full quarter yeah, fight. Yeah, that's a good word, condensed. Um, you know, you're talking about you know, sometimes as few as 15 or 20 plays, a snapshot of that. Um, you know, so I guess the the team that starts off the fastest looks the most dominant and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's very, very, very little preparation put into it, and so part of our deal probably is adjusting to what we're seeing and by the, by the time we get adjusted it's it's over um but yeah I mean you know Smith County come up here and they, I mean they've got you know some big old boys and they moved us around a little bit and um, you know they obviously were the aggressor that day um that kind of uh you know gave me an opportunity to kind of light a fire under us a little bit and uh so you know we rode that wave a little bit and um you know had some decent days uh scrimmage wise i mean I, I like the work uh, i think it's much more effective to practice against you know, an opponent than yourself all day long, all you know, every day for five weeks. It's a very long preseason, um, but there were uh, you know ups and downs, and uh, you know Monterey did a good job of you keeping know, him holding the ball eight minutes last week, and, you know, created a little frustration, and because you know you're going to run out of time, and so uh, it's good, it's good work but I don't think it's you know, necessarily all representative of what a 48-minute contest is going to be like. Uh, but again, uh, you know, some of them teams really got after us, and you know, if we think we're just going to roll out there and, and play and people are going to let us do what we want, we're not going to have a very good season. Uh, I don't expect that. I, you know, I think we got a pretty competitive group. And so, you know, but you never know what to expect week one. You know? So that's why we try to get as much game experience as we can, or, or you know, live experience as we can, just to kind of get us, you know, to the to the starting line. And so, and I feel like we did, and it was it was good for us. And you know, but but again, it's a whole new deal come Thursday night.
0: Uh, during this episode, we're going to talk, of course, about the Cookville matchup and some players. But one more thing as we kind of finish up the offseason, you were not happy on Friday night when we talked about the penalties. And it was a common theme last year. You take two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties on Friday. What are you guys trying to do to adjust to that? Is there anything that you can kind of pinpoint? Because we know that you guys like to play with that edge about it. And sometimes it seems like in the last year that's gone to the yeah uh, your there's right. no doubt that it has
1: i mean you're you're, you're accurate and um you know if, if it doesn't get corrected pretty soon it's gonna uh kind of result in some heartbreaking circumstances um you know it, it was um uh, you know we've got two or three guys that that, that have got to learn to you know, keep their mouth shut and, uh, you know, say, yes, sir, and move on. And, and uh, you know, I took care of, you know, the one, we had one guy get both of them, um, you know, and I took care of him when we got home. And, and you know, it's not that I was screaming and yelling, but he's got to understand that, 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 you know, these referees are, are – they've been told by their – superiors that there's some points of emphasis that they've got to um, look after. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily stuff they want to be doing, but that's what they've been told to do. So they've got a job to do, and we've got to respect you know, the job that they got to do. And, you know, oh. we just got to be better at it. And um, it, it is disheartening, and, Sort of thing, but um, you know, it's something we worked at. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys kept their mouths shut and did did fine um, on Friday. But you know, all it takes is one, and uh, you know, we, we even went as far as to, we had a referee come talk to us um, and explain, you know, why it is and what it is that you know. That, you Called to do, you know, on Friday nights, and uh, it's not necessarily a nitpicking thing. It's just this is what they're graded on as well, so we've got to respect that. You know, at the end of the day, we're here to we're here to play football. You know, it's not we're not an MMA fighting team, so we don't need to be fighting. You know, thank goodness, because I don't know if anybody any of us would win a MMA fight, but um, maybe a few of us. But you know, we're here to play, and we're here to try to win some games. And uh, you know, the, the end result of acting, you know, um, uh, you know, getting foolish penalties caught on you is you're hurting your chances as a team. So. We've got to be better than that, and uh, hopefully we will. Uh,
0: now transitioning to week one, of course Thursday night, you've got the Cavs at, at Tucker Stadium. In a week one, number one, how do you go about preparing tape versus last year versus you get your hands on anything this year? But also, this is a Cookville team that has several players who played against y'all back, but a totally different coaching staff uh, and a new head coach. So. How have you gone about trying to prepare for the opponent with all those factors in play?
1: I mean, you know, I'll be honest we you—we've we, been exhaustive in our, uh, you know, trying to get hands on everything that we know about. You know, got a ton of, ton of uh, film on South uh, Doyle. I believe the OC was was there last year. Um, you know, some Gardner Webb special teams stuff. Um, you know, and then we really try to, you know, uh, either in person or or get some, you know, people to share some stuff with us about, you know, maybe not the film, but just what they saw and what they're doing, um, just to have an idea of what maybe we might see. Um, it seems to be kind of extra secretive, to be honest with you. So, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't know what to expect. Um, I do know this. um, There's a great deal of coaching experience that he brought in, um, you know, with him. The little bit that I've seen of them, they look, you know, extremely organized. um, You know, Pretty determined, and you can kind of tell things that you know that they've got a a great deal of buy-in and what what they're doing. And so, you know, obviously, we got a great deal of respect for that, and um, I'm sure uh, I'm pretty. I'd be willing to bet uh, my next paycheck that they've got every game that they, every game and every uh, scrimmage that. They would, they could want from the last whatever seven years, and so I know you know schematically they'll have a pretty good idea how to attack us, and so um, again, I mean, it, it is what it is, and, and we're kind of used to to some of that stuff. The things that concern me are the guys that maybe we've got to put on the field that haven't played a ton. Um, and I'm just hoping they're ready to go and ready to manage the the nerves and the emotions and the you know whole thing and be able to settle in and, and do what we're asking them to do.
0: Um, go through some of these matchups first. We've seen you play all three of your quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Chaffin, Rushing, and, and Cullum. Is it safe to us to think that you may play multiple quarterbacks on Thursday? Yeah. And then building off of that, just thinking about you know opening drive of the game is there any part of your mind that goes you know hey jonathan's been here a while maybe he gets the ball or we want an explosive play to you and not to get into the x's and o's and give anything away but are those factors you think about with who's going to get that (laughs) first snap
1: yeah um i can pretty much say with with 100 certainty all three of them will play um i hate to you know to uh break the news but each one of them probably is going to have a you know a a personnel grouping that they go onto the field with and so you know uh, so it's more that than it is anything else you know they're all they've all done a good job at times and um, so I'm hoping that they all can get them get themselves mentally ready to play and and when they're in that in the ball game hopefully they can make plays for it two years ago you had a quarterback battle it was the covid year
0: so it was a weird offseason it just it drug on and on and i know at at times it was frustrating not having that go-to guy have you taken some things you learned there and how to go about having multiple quarterbacks that maybe you can apply to at least the beginning of this season when you have these three guys doing three different things for you
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It was a, a struggle in in more ways than one. It uh, wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't really the quarterback spot as much as it is as it was the team, just in general. Um, you know, very young team, inexperienced team. Um, so. I know every, uh, all the attention was on that, interchanging quarterbacks and this, that, and you know, and I understand that. I get that, and e- each one of those kids did some good things and, and struggled at some things. So, you know, I get the the scrutiny and, the, and that kind of stuff, but, you know, we, we've got to, you know, we, we've, the situation we're in now is... May have been a lot clearer had we not been hit by the injury bug at the position. So, but that's where it is right now. And so, you know, guys that were getting the bulk of the reps preseason, you know, it kind of it kind of flipped on its head. So I'm just glad we got three that we feel good about running into the game. So, and they've all gotten some serious, uh, you know, time on the field during our scrimmage time. So, um, I look at it as, I look at it as competition and, and to me, that's a good thing uh, as a coach. I know parents don't like that. Parents want, um, they want their kid to start regardless of how well they play and blah, 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 and, they don't want to be their son to be pushed at all. And I get that because I'm a parent as well as a coach. But, um, you know, my biggest thing is there's, a, there's some guys looking over your shoulder that are trying to get time on the field too. I think that's a very powerful thing. And so as long as we've got it, we're going to kind of use it to our advantage. When I think back to the four games
0: you've had in this series as coach here. The team that's won all four has been the team that's controlled the line of scrimmage. Uh, and some guys that we haven't got a chance to talk about in the offseason, but I know are important guys, Evan Briggs and Clayton Harris for you. How important are those two guys for you on that defensive front and particularly in a game against a six eight football to try to be able to control the line of scrimmage?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, really important. I know both of them dudes have started since their freshman year. Um, And so we we look to them for a lot, you know, on that defensive front. Um, You know, there are some new faces going to be taking the field. So you got to kind of lean on your experienced guys early on for sure, you know, for leadership in terms of like being able to steady the ship or you know calm the the panic a little bit when when things get a little nuts one thing we know for sure that we've talked about over and over again is you know week 1 there's going to be a great deal of um, you know adversity and if you're not careful there's going to be a lot of chaos and so what we really talked about and really tried to prepare for is being able to manage and function among amidst the chaos. And so anytime you got older, experienced guys, they can help you through that kind of stuff. Then to build on that, the battle up front,
0: the Cavs got some returning skill players on the outside and some guys that can really make some plays, uh, both at the tailback position and outside, how important is it going to be for your defensive front in this game to be able to get some pressure on the quarterback to avoid having to get
1: to those guys in this space? A big big thing, you know, it's going to be a huge thing for us, you know. Number three, uh, he played last year and, um, you know, executed some drives against us last year, so he's going to be unfazed coming in this thing. You know, hats off to him and props to him coming off of ACL repair not even a year. Um, So, uh, you know, obviously he's going to have a great deal of toughness um, coming in. But he's really impressed me with his arm, uh, you know, throwing the football. Um, You know, I don't have any doubt that he can hit some windows, um, you know, that sometimes are available, um, you know, in our basic stuff. So maybe we'll have to, throw, you know, a few wrinkles in there. Um, and I have been impressed with the, you know, with the, you know, the main wideout guys. Good speed, um, real active, play with a lot of energy, and. Um, they seem to be pretty motivated every time they're out there trying to, you know, make plays, and so that worries me a great deal. And just when you think you're going to set everything up to stop the passing game, you know, you got number eight. Uh, you know, he's a he's a beast. He's a you know great-looking uh, running back linebacker for him. And I watched him run through you know three or four guys last weekend, so. Um, You got him. You got 15. You got, uh, I believe it's 27 that are. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Number one gets back there some, and he's got a lot of wiggle to him. So um, you know, I think it's no, it's no um, secret that their O line is is greatly improved. You know, and. I mean, they were they were they were handling uh, Siegel pretty well last week. So, I mean, we got our hands full, man. You know you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's a at the end of the day, it's a 6A program, and, it, and they've got guys that look like 6A players, and the experience that those kids have playing against those programs is something that we're not necessarily used to. Um, but, uh, you know, so we, we've got respect for them. And, um, you know, it's not lost on me that we won 12 games, went to the semifinals last year, and they had a, a really rough season. But it's a one-score game with eight minutes to play. And so that's how – it's a thin margin of – of error, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's not lost on me or my players, and we talk about it all the time. So, um, we know what we're getting into, and, um, you know, there, there ain't nobody's really going to sneak up on us. I mean, we, we know they're good, and we know they've got players that can make plays. as we begin to
0: wrap down here, a few keys that you're looking for in the game, things that you're going to have to do well in
1: order to come out of Thursday one up. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, obviously we've got to – it's interesting because we, we talk pretty extensively about the preseason and those snapshotting uh, situations where you – how do you evaluate yourself, you know. Hey. We've got to be able to play our game um, You know At, at some point we, We've got to be able to You know hopefully run the football um, Get some stops and, and kind of play our Style of football You know If it, if everything ends up on their terms And, and They're dictating everything You know They're, they're probably going to be the successful team at the end of the day. So, um, you know, we, we've got to get out there and, and uh, settle in and try to, you know, be able to and get done what we want to try to get done.
0: Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking the time. The Upperman Bees take on the Cookville Cavaliers Thursday night in the high school football game of the week. Come out to Tucker Stadium if you're in the Upper Cumberland. If you can't make it out, you can tune in live on our Facebook page and on News Talk 107.7 and 1400 The Hub. It is the high school football game of the week. No doubt about that one. Once again, thanks to our friends at Gentry Power Equipment at 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville for sponsoring this podcast. If you want to sponsor the podcast, make sure you reach out to us and we'll get you pointed. In the right direction. Coach, good luck on Thursday against the Cavs. This has been the Upperman Football Podcast. I'm Noah McKay for Upperman head coach Adam Kane. Have a great day, everybody.